0: Alright, I'm just gonna use a lame one Me too Oh shit,
1: I didn't think of one <laughs> your whole thing Just
0: say, hi, I'm Jeff and I have a beard
1: <laughs> Wait, there's some that I, I haven't used that I might use Let's just start it and see
0: what Jeff says when we get to him <laughs> Okay Time pressure <laughs> hey, Do it So this is a movie that you guys will like I thought it was okay Oh baby, that was good I am stupid. Uh, 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 I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into...
2: Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This week is City in Color. My name is Jimmy, and I despise folding laundry.
0: My name is Dan, and I took a long time, but I finally recorded an episode of Talking to Myself, which you can hear on our Patreon.
1: My name is Jeff, and I do not do well under time crunches.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Okay. We started that episode without Jeff having a fun fact. And uh
1: well, I forgot we were going to record this. So I didn't think about it in advance. And then we, we got sidetracked. I was playing funny videos of my daughter. And and then Dan said, let's just start and see what Jeff comes up with. And that's <laughs> what it was. What it was. We did it, everybody. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Patreon.com slash talk me into. <laughs> We are not doing talking ourselves into this week. That's that's reserved for our full sure. episodes. For that's reserved for the full boys, our real episodes. We wanted to do a little bonus episode, give you a little bit of new content and a lot of old content.
2: <laughs> uh, well, Minimal work from the toy boys. Well,
1: I had an idea because we've been doing this for like two and a half years, you know. And by the time this episode comes out, it'll be closer to three years worth. Of content, and there's some stuff that we really like that we recorded a while ago. That maybe if you're new to the podcast and you haven't like dive deep into stuff, you haven't seen it, and also maybe it's a little harder to find because we do some stuff like record roundtables, haunt me into showdowns, things right. like that, <coughs> mystery topics. Where if you're looking in the feed, you might not know what that topic is. So I had the idea every now and then let's just throw out a bonus episode. Let's pick stuff that we really liked. That we can just throw back out there into the world. Maybe yes. other people will really like it too. And I mean, spoiler alert, I thought City and Color would be a good one because Dan and I were very talked into the album that Jimmy picked. Yes. Um, so back on October fifteenth of twenty nineteen, so like two years ago, um, we did record round table two. It was our thirty sixth episode, and Jimmy picked If I Should Go Before You by City and Color.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really like that album. That was the first album that was introduced to me by my friend Stephanie. And um, yeah, I mean, that really started sort of got me into City in Color in general. And I have a ton of his albums now. And um, it, If I Should Go Before You, I think is my favorite album. And um, yeah, I wanted to talk you guys into it. And yeah. I guess we're going to hear now how that uh, how that plays out Yeah,
1: and listen to that. And then we'll come back at the end. And Dan and I, I guess we'll talk about um, how we've listened to him or if we're still listening to City in Color.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's do the Wayne's World memory sound since we're going back in time. Jimmy, pan me in the left and Dan in the right. and
1: <laughs> no, that kind of don't have us to do that. I'm not I, editing I, this. I, oh, you, you are. Oh, that's right. I'm editing it. And this is my project. <laughs> you
0: dumb bastard. In that case, Jeff, also make it crossfade, fade in, fade out, <laughs>
1: add enhanced You think reverb. I won't? You think I won't, Dan? You think I not
2: we're doing another record round table.
0: Oh, Back. cool. Was you looking for the same thing? Yeah. It's the flip side. Ooh. Oh.
2: I'm excited for this because uh, I really liked our first episode. It was I fun. Think I, it is a lot of fun. It's a, it's a little bit of a twist on our format. Remix. So uh, as everybody knows, every week we pick something that we try to talk each other into. Here's the thing. We're all trying to talk each other into something this week.
1: Wow.
2: We're it's picking, wacky. We're picking one album of an artist that we may like, we may like all of their stuff, but we may only like that one album. So that's where we're going to try and talk each other into. One single album. This week, I am going to try to talk Dan and Jeff into the album, If I Should Go Before You by City in Color.
1: Oh, you've mentioned them on the yes. podcast before. See, this is a surprise. We actually don't know what we're going to talk each other into. So yeah, yeah. So this is
2: a first. Um, so this band, uh, it's only that one guy, Dallas Green. Um, he's actually coming out with a new album soon. Uh, this is his last studio album that came out. He he did have a a live album that recently came out as well. But um, it, it he's like an alternative, uh, alternate rock kind of guy. Some indie. indie, yeah, more indie. Um, singer songwriter he has a really good voice um, the only reason I'm only into this one album is my friend Steph sent me this uh, album for my birthday I think and uh, I really liked it so and she's super obsessed with him she's a huge fan of all of the stuff that he does um, so I wanted I really like this album so I wanted to talk Dan and Jeff into it because I think they might like it um, all right. very I- strong vocals uh, pretty good songwriting um, very catchy melodies, uh, relatable lyrics. They get they got the whole package.
1: I have no exposure to this artist, but I am looking forward yeah. to it. Because I have... it's new. Yeah. Same. Same yeah, yeah. This
2: uh, this album was number one in the in the Canada charts on iTunes, I believe. He's oh, uh, Canadian. Yeah, that's why the the color is spelled with a U. More uh, you know. artsy. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the album that I am talking to. What year did this album come out? Twenty fifteen.
0: Okay, I'm excited.
2: It's fairly new. Um, Oh. eh, Four years, geez. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. So, our first album is my album. I didn't make it, but uh, I had a friend who made me listen to it, and I really liked it, so I'm making my friends listen to it. You were talked into it. I was talked into it, so now I'm going to talk my boys into it. Oh, I'm your boy. Yeah. Blue. (laughs) So, my album was If I Should Go Before You by City in Color, also known as Dallas Green, who actually just had an album release called A Pill for Loneliness.
1: That was really good time. Was that on purpose? Because
2: it came out two days ago. wasn't on purpose, but I knew it was coming out. Okay. okay. Yeah. Dallas. <laughs> so, uh, the first track is Woman. What do you guys think of it?
0: I uh, I didn't expect the falsetto. I don't know why, but it kind of took me off guard. Hmm. But I liked it. Um yeah. it it's pretty straightforward lyrics. It's like a you know, typical love song, but it hits a really nice groove in the middle of the song. Mhm. Um I thought a 9-minute album album opener is a little little daunting for me. Oh, that's where I disagree with you, sir. Really? What <laughs> yeah. did you think, Jeff? I I literally wrote a
1: 9-minute ripper. <laughs> um this this is like so this was the first song I've ever heard from him. Yep. And my first impression was that if Sade and Bonavere had a sexy, sexy baby. Yeah. It's ambient, drony, it's yeah. like almost atonal, it's bass as smooth as butter and vocals even smoother. Mm. It's uh I thought it was really good. It was really interesting because I I didn't know what to expect.
2: Anything about him, right?
1: Um and like you said, it's it's a straightforward love song. It's humbling, he's elevating his woman, mm-hmm. it's powerful. Um, and the music and lyrics intertwined like perfectly
0: together. They like Mm. work together so well. Well, he's doing that thing of his vocal melody is reflected in the guitar lead. Yeah. So they are sort of like phrasing off
2: each other. Mm. I I love how it, like you said, it drones on and on. It kind of reminds me of I Want You, She's So Heavy. Yep. Um, how it just kind of like keeps going and going until the very end.
1: And it just fully pulls you into the emotion that he's feeling. I Mm -hmm.
0: thought it was, it didn't even feel like nine minutes. I agree with most of what you're saying. I thought at the end, maybe like the last minute gets a bit cheesy with some of the vocal wailing. But Mm. other than that, I liked it. Okay.
2: It was a good song. So our second song is Northern Blues.
0: I I liked the pacing. I I thought it was a nice transition to go into something a little bit more upbeat. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, not to get too nerdy, but I like that it follows a uh, standard blues structure. Yeah. A, B, A, C. Like. I wrote that too. Yeah, dude. N- not like those exact words, but yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bobber. Yeah. Uh, my head was bouncing a little yeah, it's bit. It's like
1: a synth bass infused easy jazz mm. blues song. <laughs> it's atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And like I could almost picture walking down like a misty alley listening to this. Yeah. Song. I-, like, I love
2: the imagery in this. He
1: really paints a picture with sound. <clears throat> it's like yeah. those people who see colors. Or hear colors. Yeah, <laughs> I see colors. Some people don't. Some people can't. I'm sorry if you can't.
2: It's very atmospheric.
1: Um, Yeah. And I mean, lyrically, he's just talking about keep moving on despite having uh, not much.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the music pairs up with the vocals a lot really well in this song, too. So then we get to Mizzy C. What would you think of this one, Jeff?
1: It's a song about living in the past, and he's clinging on to the good memories of his youth. I think we all do that. Um, mm-hmm. This podcast, we do that a lot. <laughs> I mean, like we talked about Animorphs. I haven't read an Animorphs book, you know, a new one in, in almost week. 20 years. <laughs> I've been writing them, Dan. <laughs> Somebody has to read them. Um, uh, I lost my brain. Well, I think. Um, <laughs> oh, I, Wow. I, I, yeah, our podcast literally starts every episode by doing this. We talk about old stories. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think this is the catchiest song on the album yet. Um, yeah, I agree with. uh I like the chorus, vocal melody. I like how the bridge has a real abrupt um change in time signature and then it returns back to the original pacing for the chorus. Mm. I liked it. It was fun,
2: yeah, um I think that it's kind of talking about like how you get stuck in the a little bit about getting stuck in a routine and how you should change things up a little bit too, yeah, and the lyrics, mm-hmm. which I think is it's good. I think it's a very strong performance from him as well. So then we get to the titular track. If I should go before you, uh, which I think is a very slow song about uh, a loved one saying that if he dies before you, he's still gonna take care of you. I
0: found this to be a bit of a slog. Wow, I wanted more from it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I got the emotions, but as a <laughs> song, I just was like, mm, it's kind of like a. It reminded me of like a sixties. Like slow dance ballad type thing. I could thing. see that. Like, um. I don't think that's a bad thing. Earth Angel, that so kind of So I wrote vibe. down a
1: quote from him, and it said that this song is about loving someone so much, you'd want them to move on if you go first, but having them, s- but loving them so much, you know you wouldn't be able to do the same.
0: Mm.
2: Which
1: is kind of what I got from this song, mm. but just listening to the words with, not necessarily, I mean, the music definitely plays into it but my body physically ached listening to this song yeah the jeff's feeling it second time listening to it it gave me like goosebumps and it made my stomach turn because it made me think about that because i mean not to get like really depressing (laughs) you know i'm only 34 but i'm also eight
0: years older than my wife and men don't live as long as women Mm -hmm. so this could be me in several decades do you reflect the sentiment do you want your wife to move on without you if you die?
1: Yeah, that. I mean, I think that that's a fair thing to say. I don't want, I've seen, you know, family members or loved ones just live for 20, 30 years just aching
0: mm-hmm. and sad that somebody that they were with went well, and, and ugh. We're fans of Howard Stern, and he's gone on a record that his much younger wife, Beth, should never remarry after well, he dies. He's
1: also a, a vanilla boy. So, I mean, like, I don't know. He's, I'm not Howard Stern. Um uh, me I, I enjoy him, but I disagree with him. I don't want to talk about Howard Stern right here. I think that this song is a perfect song. Yeah. And I mm. I physically cried wow. listening to it. Oh boy. Physical wow. tears came out of my eyes in my car on my drive home. He'll do that. And not just
0: like tearing up, I was sobbing. Oh Jeff. This was this <laughs> is so a, in touch. A, this is one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Your inner inner Jeffina
2: really came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you like it, man. It's one of my favorite songs too uh a lot of there's a couple songs on here that i i, I feel that way towards would to put
0: it on at a party, but <laughs> it's interesting that you mention one of your favorite songs because Killing Time is one of my favorite songs. It's on the my album. favorite song on the album. I think this should have been a single, and I was looking through the album, and uh, I don't think it was ever released as a single. I don't think so. um it's catchy. it's got a groove. And I like in the chorus how he transitions down to his chest voice, which is pretty interesting because a lot of time he's up in that falsetto range. Yeah. I, I like I said it's, it's yeah. I think it's, it's my favorite funky drum and bass. Got
1: some guitar noodling. It's really fun. It's it's so much different than the previous four songs.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I love the line. I'm running from the shadow of my former shadow's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I don't know. When I first listened to this album, that really struck me. And because I don't know, maybe I was going through some shit, but I was. I was really feeling this song when it when I first got it.
0: Yeah, lyrically, I don't think he has a ton of high concepts, but he's really good
2: with imagery yeah. and sort of painting a picture. Yeah. So then we get to, uh, unless Jeff has anything more nope, to say that's about all. it. Okay. It's just a,
1: it's a good song, yeah. solid song.
2: So then we get to Wasted Love, um, which I really like the more rock sound of this. It's definitely a different style than everything else, I
1: think. Yeah, I found that not jarring, but I found it interesting as you move on from this album because, like, from woman, you have like this this vibe that he's setting, this tone. Mm-hmm. And especially as an opener, like you put a nine-minute song as your opener, you would think that it's for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some style changes throughout this album, but yeah. still like fitting within his genre,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I think is interesting.
0: Yeah, this to me, um it's more aggressive, more up-tempo. It it sort of pulls in an influence that I think you get a little bit more towards the second half of this album than you do in the first. Which is um, sort of like a blue eyed soul, like Holland Oats, Smokey Robinson, fits in the Tantrums, that type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it though. It's fun.
2: I can, yeah. get, to, I can get down. I like the line to pouring honey in my ears.
0: Yeah, it's
1: like your partner telling you sweet little yeah. lies. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Not getting anything in return.
2: Yeah. So then we get to Runaway in their pedal steel guitar. It's an
1: outlaw country
2: song. Yeah. I
0: don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's really outlaw country, no. but it's it's a, a little bit of more. a country feel. Well, oh, I hear Bluegrass-y. 70s California country rock like Graham Parsons, the Eagles, Linda Ronstadt. Um, but definitely the pedal steel guitar comes through. Um, the lyrics are really good. They sort of remind me of a uh, Springsteen lyrics. Yeah, it does. I it's could like see a that. A couple yeah. running way yeah, together. Yeah, let's break out. Let's, we're born to run, baby. Let's yeah. do it. No worries.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, lover come back. This song to me is what, if I should go before you did to Jeff, um, I could easily cry during this song lover come back. I think is probably my second favorite and most emotional song in
1: musically and lyrically. It's like a sequel to Runaway, right? So it's asking this lover to come back to you yeah. after you ran away and you gave them everything and they left you for whatever reason, whoever's fault it is. They don't get into that, but you're just begging for them. To Mm -hmm. come back to you.
0: To me, it feels like, like you said, a sequel to Runaway, but it also harkens back to Wasted Love. Um, this sort of 60s soul vibe with a honky tonk piano. Yeah, there's like
1: organ in it too.
0: Yeah, um, I like this vibe more than the atmospheric, slower stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. Um... It's an interesting mix to put these two types of sounds and like cram them in one album right. but when you listen in order it still makes sense yeah yeah
1: it's very interesting because there's a lot of there's a lot of bands that can't really pick out a style. Um, I'll just throw Blink 182 out there because a new album came out and it's absolute doo doo. But they can't pick a style. Like, are you doing this new thing or are you staying pop punk? Yeah. Uh, it, it's weird and they don't pull it off, but he does pull off multi
0: genres in but one album. If we say that you could sort of split this album into two genres, sort of, like obviously there's variations, but right. which of the stuff do you guys enjoy more? This... I,
1: I honestly like both of them equally. Oh, um,
0: yeah. I think same here. I think he pulls off both really well. I don't dislike the slow, sorrowful, wall of sound stuff. I like it, but I definitely like this more upbeat, soulful stuff. It's really good, and I wasn't expecting it, especially after the
2: first few tracks. Originally, I would say I like the more upbeat stuff. Um, As I'm starting to like it more as an artist, I feel like I I like the slower stuff more. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Map
0: of the World. I think this is as catchy a song on the album. This is an interesting one for me. It is. It has um, a really cool arpeggio electric guitar riff um kind of the, the intro kind of sounds like the office theme song really if, i got if you listen back between <laughs> um between the style of the electric guitar mixed with the acoustic guitar strumming in the background to me it sounds like johnny cash mm. i can see that not vocally but just right the guitar yeah, work. yeah um i like the verses more than the chorus on on this song which is a not a normal thing but it's a
1: pretty generic chorus but it is so catchy
2: yeah yeah i would agree
1: And it's funny, too, because this guy's only like probably like my age ish. And he's talking about all these experience he has that (laughs) has made him who he is. And when you think about that, such like a young person, you're like, oh, wow, how do you have this much experience? But we do like people have experiences, And a lot of times uh, the older you get, the more you think that younger people aren't as valid as you because they haven't had as much experience.
0: Yeah. But in some circumstances, the older you get, the dumber you get. Yeah, no, that's true. I was, I'm a very dumb boy. I'm getting dumber by the day.
2: It's funny because we were talking about, I was talking about something about college the other day with a friend of mine who I went to college with. And it's kind of crazy. Just like the things that I went through in college don't seem like who I am today. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you You might saying. not have
0: seen a lot of years, but you've seen a lot of experience. Yeah. Just wait until you're our age, Jimmy. Oh. You're already, and you don't even remember college. You're already <laughs> on our level of like just settling down
1: into <laughs>
0: <laughs> apathy. Yeah. <laughs> Song. Yeah, by the time you're uh, in your 30s, you're just going to be like asleep. He's just going to be wrapped in <laughs> Afghans that yeah. he's currently knitting. <laughs> He'll be in an Afghan cocoon. Oh, that sounds great. Uh, Friends.
1: This, I think, is his most like country kind of song.
2: Yes, uh, definitely more pedal steel
0: guitar. Yeah, this one is like a, a little bit too easy listening for me. I, I like the build up into the abrupt ending, but mm-hmm. overall, mm, this, this might be a skip track
2: for me. Mm. I like the chorus in it.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's a good song. I don't have much to say about it. Yeah, yeah. same here. Um, Blood. He's just seeking validation in that. Yes, Blood, the final track on Jimmy's entry into this record
2: roundtable. Yeah. I love the feeling that this song gives. Um, uh, I. It's funny, for, for a lot of songs, I hate when they just kind of, like, push string instruments into things. I feel like it's very appropriate for this song.
1: Mm-hmm. I, it's like acoustic. It's not really el- yeah. electric. It, it did this weird shift throughout the album. I mean, we've talked about it, mm-hmm. but the beginning of the album where you're getting like really droney atmospheric stuff. And then as you shift here, it's more. Well, it kind of s- comes more back stringy, like acoustic.
2: Yeah.
0: it. To me, the album starts off the way you described. Mm-hmm. And then towards the middle, it hits this block of like 60s soul and R&B. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back down to like these country influences, these weird like atonal guitar chords and finger picking. Um, I didn't find this song super exciting, but I do like from a music theory nerd point of view, I'm, I'm interested in some of the weird chords and finger picking that he does. Mm. Um, I don't think it's as strong of a closer as woman is an opener. I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, lyrically, I liked it too. It's
1: about putting your heart and soul into someone who may not have any self-worth and letting them know that you do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very strong so do you, did you have any overall thoughts on the whole album jeff uh nothing i haven't said already i mean i think that it's it's very very emotional lyrically um positive negative emotions um and i think that his voice is just it's a beautiful voice yeah and he it works with the music and that he's creating so well. Mm -hmm. It blends together in a way that like nothing is like abrasive or annoying to listen to. It's just so, I don't know. It's just really, really well done.
0: I I mean, one thing I wanted to touch on that we didn't mention is I think the album is, has beautiful production. It does everything. Mm -hmm. There's a nice layering of instrumentation to give you this wall of sound, shimmery, you know, layered depth feeling. With also, like, if you want to, you can pick out with your ear individual guitar tracks, individual piano parts. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a nice space to the album. Um, I, 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 th- I feel that it's a bit derivative of some of the influences that you can hear. Like, we were mentioning a lot of influences. It sounds to me like he sort of, like, threw a lot of things in a blender and came out with a sound. Which is not a, necessarily a bad thing. But but think of the
1: influences that we said. Those are influences that don't usually get said together. Yeah, yeah. Said, that's, that's <laughs> difficult
0: to do and make something that's coherent. I agree with you. Um, it, I think he's very unique. It's a little distracting for me, though, to sort of be like, oh, this reminds me of this. I can't turn that off. Well, I I wouldn't necessarily do
1: that if we weren't doing this podcast. I wouldn't hark on it. I would True. notice it, but it if I'm just get like in my brain
0: driving and have this on, I probably wouldn't be analyzing it as much. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. All right. I think I have a question for you two boys. Boys. Yeah. Did I talk you guys into if I should go to if i should go before you by city in color yes damn straight.
1: yes i loved it it was fantastic i've listened to it like a hundred times oh. uh, uh my wife loves it i've listened to his new album twice already what do you um, think
2: of his new album i think it's good um i think it's good not great
1: i think i definitely think this is his best work that i mean I, we've only had a few weeks i haven't yeah. like fully invested in this guy's career yet yeah but i loved it i think that woman is a great song i think that if i should go before you is like one of the best songs i've ever it's the only song i physically cried listening to (laughs) ever like i've heard emotional songs but this one like Oh, it almost made me throw up. I was so sad.
2: If you want to feel those kind of feels, listen to his live performances. Those I are, didn't listen to that album. Yet. I mean, I did sad. put stuff on like
1: shuffle, but this, this is a perfect album to listen to when you're driving, listen to mm-hmm. when you want to listen to music yep. and listen to when you're going to sleep. Cause this I'm, is, I'm a big music when I sleep guy and yeah. it's just,
0: it's so good.
2: This is pretty good. Sleepy time music. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you like it, Jeff. Damn. No, way. I loved it, Jeff. I'm glad. You I loved, loved it. it.
0: So I liked it. I didn't love it. <laughs> I, I'm saying yes because I'm interested in it. I would definitely listen to it again, and I'm kind of curious about his other stuff. I haven't listened to anything else. Yeah. I will check out the new album. So yeah, I'm not as I'm not as hardcore as Jeff. I'm going to go
1: buy the record. I wanted to listen to it when Dan and I were driving the other day, but I couldn't say anything because uh. I saved it for the pod.
0: So I'm a yes. Jeff's a strong yes. Oh, it was very good. That's awesome. Very, I'm glad I did this very one. Very,
1: satisfying. This to me for talking Me Into was like on the level of Queer Eye. Like I love no. that show now and I love this album. They're like the two greatest things. This is to your touche fun. amore.
0: It is. Me
2: and Jimmy were really yeah. into that. I'm wearing a touche
1: amore shirt you are. right now.
2: I'm yeah. very jealous of that shirt. My That's wife bought cool. it for my birthday. Oh. Because
1: I said, wow, I want this shirt. And she remembered. She's so nice.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wow, that sure was a great episode, (laughs) wasn't it, guys?
1: I liked the part where we liked it. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, yeah, right after we recorded, right after we caught this, um, (laughs) City in Color, which is one person, announced a tour, uh, and he was going to come to College Street Music Hall, which I lived in walking distance to, and then the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic hit the world And the worst thing to come of that was I did not get to see City in Color. Yeah,
0: Jimmy and I lost our grandfather and I lost my uncle to COVID-19. But Jeff (laughs) didn't get to see a
1: concert. You didn't get to see the concert, either.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) Jeff. Um, Yeah. um, I have no recollection of this episode. Um, (laughs) I don't remember whether I was talked into it or not. You were? You were. Apparently, I was. I have not listened to one song by City in Color since. It's crazy because...
1: At time of recording, I had listened to a lot of that album. I already listened to more of City and Color. Mm-hmm. In that time, I only bought one record from. I bought If I Should Go Before You. Yeah. Um, very good. There's some other records I want to get. I just haven't. Um, some of them like, are hard to find. That's, yeah, some of them are hard to find or just expensive. And I bought other things over time. But yeah, I I f with um pretty much his whole discography.
2: Yeah, I have sometimes uh, little hell this album his live album and his new album which is a
0: pill for a pill loneliness, loneliness. Yeah. yeah very good yeah yeah i mean there's been certainly been music on this on talk me into that has like really struck struck me and like i've continued on i've grown in my appreciation for it i mean i'm sure i really enjoyed this but for some reason i just didn't engage with it further and now it's lost to my terrible memory
1: Oh, wow. I picked it in color because I thought that you were on the same page as me. Oh, I'm not against it. I Yeah, just no,
0: I know. But have it right. re-engaged, but I know that you have. You've ta- spoken about them and you enjoy it. All right, it. I'm going to put you on the spot,
1: Dan. What topic do you want to do for our next fun little bonus episode? Out of all the roundtables or showdowns or haunt me into is that we've done, what do you want to throw to the audience again? <laughs> you have five seconds. I have no you have
0: four clue.
2: <laughs> sorry Jim. um sorry jeff sorry
1: jeff oh shit sorry <laughs> Je- sorry man. uh
0: i mean i guess a music one there's been a few record roundtable ones that i really remember enjoying yeah i'm gonna go with uh it might even be from this episode I'm going to go Amy with Winehouse. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black. I think it's this okay, episode. It, it
1: yeah. is this episode, yeah. This this was a good record round table. This I mean, was
0: are very good
2: round Yeah, table. it's also yeah. Tegan and Sarah. Sarah, yeah. That was my second choice, so.
0: <laughs>
1: that's pretty funny, because I remember Jimmy and I just being like, yeah, Amy Winehouse, that was fine.
2: I liked it a lot, actually. Yeah. I have the album now.
0: Well, you were asking the guy who doesn't remember any of these things what I should... <laughs> that's why it was funny. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I put you it. on the spot. That okay, was the so joke. maybe that'll come out someday.
2: Yeah. Okay. Would we should well, do Suspiria
1: i thought of that honestly that's actually very funny we yeah. should it was a good talk though we did have a yeah good chat. we had
2: a good conversation about you it hated it so much
0: yes absolutely cannot stand it what if i really threw you for a loop and i was like you know what we're gonna release as a bonus episode the full boston celtics episode <laughs> again
1: <laughs> well i wanted to do that with uh, mystery topic two picked from a hat talking heads because i love the talking heads now yeah. you talk to me but like just go listen to that full episode
0: yeah cool
1: cool very cool well thanks guys this was fun let's yeah. do this again as we have more content coming out and you know we'll oh look i made you some content this guy loves bo burnham
0: daddy made you your favorite open wine you know what
2: the best part about this is i guarantee he hasn't watched anything else other than inside that's and correct yes correct.
0: I have no interest in anything else.
1: But that's so, like, it's so funny that you love
0: this so much, which it is his best. I. That's not true. I actually have watched some other uh, stuff, and I was like, okay. He's a teenage white guy. Yeah.
1: Recently, he texted me several weeks ago and said, I'm fully vaccinated. Let's hang out. And I said, okay, when are you free? And then he told me, and I said, Okay, we'll make plans, and then I didn't. And that's nothing to do with him. That's just because I have a baby and I want to be sleepy all the time when I'm free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have thirty minutes to
0: myself. Let me
1: jerk off or sleep.
0: Hey, it's nice that he texted you. You haven't texted me, and I sent him something, and he never got back. I think it's
1: be- did I text? Is it because I texted him? Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out who texted who. We text each other like maybe every two months about music and we're like, did you hear this? And he's like, yeah. And we're like, it was cool.
0: That's cool. He must want to like, maintain a friendship with you. I don't have that with anyone but you. Nobody ever wants to maintain friendships with me. Yeah, you do. Excuse me.
1: No, not in like the last year and a half.
2: Oh. <sighs> no.
1: Find a fun fact. Oh, I sent him a video. I sent him this video. Kill stinky fascists.
0: Ready when you are. Is your baby a fascist?
1: No, she's the machine that kills stinky. Fa- so she can't kill a fascist, but she can kill other stinky fascists because she's a stinky Baby (laughs) Stinky machine She's a stink machine